Hello again, beautiful. By now, you realize that filling your time with busy work is no longer as satisfying as it used to be. If you listen to episodes eight and nine, you are well aware of the need to make time in your schedule, but you may not know exactly how a high achieving executive woman should do so. If you did the work in part one, which was episode eight, then you're almost there. If not, I would invite you to pause this episode and start from the beginning with episode eight. So let's move on. Welcome to the Happy Executive Woman's Podcast, where women just like you learn how to navigate your work, home, and love lives with confidence and calm, all while being in command of your emotions. Here's your host, Coach Anita Charlo. So now that you have completed your homework from episode eight, I want you to pull out that worksheet and grab your pen and prepare to take notes. This podcast will be part podcast or part informational, somewhat of a workshop, could be considered a class. So I just need you to be prepared with your pen and your worksheet and possibly a journal even. Okay, so let's jump right into it. First, you need to take inventory of where you are currently spending your time. Again, if you did the energy will exercise, then you know exactly what that is. So if we're going in steps, and that will be step number one. Step number two would be give yourself permission to start saying no to the things that you do not have to be involved in. And it's okay not to go to every birthday party, family gathering, book signing, or charitable event. Let them miss you for a change. Number three. Determine what days you can set aside time to begin focusing on your love life. Now that you have completed your relationship energy wheel, you are clear on what you can stop doing altogether, what you can do on occasion, and what is necessary. And if you did not break things down per day of the week, do so now before going on to the next step. I find for me um, the calendars that list like not just the weekly calendars, but it has like the hours of the day on every day. One would call it an academic calendar, but it starts at like 6 a.m. and it goes to 10 at night. I would advise you to purchase one of these or you can find them, you know, these sheets online. For me, I like writing things down. So I go, I have a combination of written calendars and Google calendars. But for this exercise, I need you, since this is your first time doing this, I need you to get an academic calendar so that you can block off time and you can see where you have 30 minutes here, one hour there, things like that. So I want you to go through your calendar and I want you to block off the hours that you um, are at work. So for example, uh, for in the corporate world, I work from eight to five. So I block the that time eight to five in my daily calendars. And then that lets me know that at, from five until the time I go to bed, then I have you know five hours available. So if I have a client call, I block off that time. If I have research to do, I block off that time. If I have to write the podcast, I block off that time. But I need you to get really clear on where your time is going. When you're looking at your energy wheel, you're going to see all the names of the things, uh, people that you spend time with, give time to. You're going to see all the church and organizations that you give time to 
put every single thing on your calendar because we need to see, I need you to see where your time is going. And then once you've done that, you can pause this podcast and then come back to it if you want. I want you to set aside two one hour blocks of time. Okay. So one hour during the week in the evening, or based on what your schedule is, um, if it's the morning time, it's up to you, but one hour during the week and one hour on the weekend. Okay. These are potential date times. So after you've already identified, if you've taken the, can he handle your grind video training, then you know what type of person you want. If you're athletic and you want to go on a run together, then you know your time should probably be in the morning or depending on what your likes are and what you would consider to be like a good first date, then just make sure that you're available during those times. My suggestion would be one morning hour and one evening hour. And you can do either one during the week or on the weekend. It's your choice. But I need you to set aside one hour on a particular day during the week and one hour on a particular day on the weekends. Figure out a time that you can keep consistently so that your brain knows, your family knows, your employees know, your organizations know that you are not available let's just say on a Monday from six to seven or on a Saturday from two to three, your choice. But I need you to get in the habit of setting aside two hours a week for yourself. Even if you're not currently in the market to date, this is just something that you should do as a busy woman to make sure that you calendar time for yourself. For me, if it's not on the calendar and I have many calendars, if it's not listed on the calendar, it doesn't get done. Number five, I want you to use these time blocks in the beginning to spend time alone, taking inventory of your past relationships and any unresolved feelings, issues, or blocks that may be standing in your way. If you, as you remember from the last episode, um, now that you know Blaine's success while working with me, and if you would like to apply to work with me, you can do so by going to my website, anitashallow.com forward slash services, and I would be happy to support you. Number six, hire a babysitter, a pet sitter, a house sitter, a parent sitter, or schedule a one-on-one coaching session during these time blocks so that you can focus on yourself. A word of warning, your household, employees, business partners, Anyone that you've been giving attention to previously may object in the beginning and try to make you feel guilty for not filling this time with something that they want you to do. Don't fall for it. This is perfectly normal. And if you have a habit of starting and stopping things in your past, they would just see this as another new thing and not take you seriously. I need you to stick to it. Make it a point to set aside this time solely for you, even if you have to lock yourself in the bathroom to do it. Number seven, begin to get clear on the spirit of the man that will be a compliment to your life, not a complication. How will you know him when you see him if you're not clear on what he looks like, what he feels like, and what he sounds like? To help you with this, I've created a free video training called Can He Handle Your Grind? In other words, how to figure out what you want. 
You can head on over to the show notes to access the link to the training, but be sure to bookmark the page when you get there so that you can return to it whenever you want. Number eight, grab a journal and begin to write out in present tense a perfect day relationship scenario. I want you to create a work day scenario and a weekend day scenario as though you were already living it today. I go into more detail in how to do this in the Can He Handle Your Grind course. So you want to be sure to check that out. You need to be very detailed and descriptive and be sure to do this with pen and paper and not your computer. Do you want to know why? Writing things down activates the brain's hippocampus. It not only helps you to get clear on the look, feel, sound, and energetic type of relationship you want, but it also improves the encoding process, which is your ability to be able to identify the right one when you meet him. Number nine, begin defining the terms you use to describe him, how he made you feel, all of those wonderful things. I call this the perfectly authentic vocabulary exercise where you define the term, describe it again, and then one more time to make sure that you are clear on what it looks, feels, and sounds like so you'll know it when you see it. This exercise originated in the internal groundwork section of my book, The Five Phases of Dating, The Grown-Ass Woman's Guide to Attracting and Maintaining Authentic Relationships. But I have since then taken this information deeper in the Can He Handle Your Grind video course. So be sure to head to the show notes to get access to that course. And then number 10, I need you to activate your attraction power. We have the ability to attract into our lives exactly what we want and exactly what we don't want. So why not spend the energy attracting what you do want? This is exactly how I attracted my husband. How do you do this? You behave as if he is already in your life. You talk to him during the day, spend time with him or preparing yourself for him during the times that you set aside. Use visualization to see yourself in the relationship of your dreams, even if you're already in a relationship and it isn't as warm and fuzzy as you would like it to be. You can still affect the change in the spiritual realm. Hear him speak to you the way you want him to. Hear him apologize for anything that you're still harboring ill feelings for. Feel him holding your hand, rubbing the small of your back, kissing you on the neck, whatever you want. Visualize it happening. You want to learn more about the different phases of dating and how to maneuver them, then you can head on over to Amazon and grab your very own copy of The Five Phases of Dating, The Grown-Ass Woman's Guide to Attracting and Maintaining Authentic Relationships. Just head on over to the show notes and you will find all of the links for the courses and the books mentioned in today's episode. And if you listen to the entire episode and you didn't, do your homework from episode eight or episode nine, go ahead and head on over to episode eight and nine, and then you are more than welcome to come back here and listen to this episode again. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you in part four. As an executive woman, giving ourselves permission to ask for what we want is so important. 
And since I like to practice what I preach, I'd like to ask you for a favor. If you could head on over to iTunes or wherever you're listening from and leave a review and a rating, I would really appreciate it. It helps so much. And if you know of another amazing woman that could benefit from these topics, please be sure to forward this podcast to her. Until next time.